uh, a Nazi swastika in a game instantly triggers something in somebody because it has a psychic wound associated with mm-hmm. it. Oh, for sure. And abu- an abuse put on presentation will have a psychic wound for people who have been abused. Thousand right? percent, so, yeah. 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 So, so that that you know, did they do it for the right reasons? Is really the question. Of course. Welcome, everybody, to episode 192 of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is Felix Hergood, and I'm here with... Trib Zero. Neo Ayoshi. Oh, you realize you, you, say? you pointed Fuck to a it. box, and everyone has a different just, order of boxes. Fuck it! Somebody <laughs> say their name. So we're live this week on Discord yeah, recording. That's yeah. why we sound like garbage. Hello. Hello. Welcome sound like we're live on discord it's cool. i want to remind everyone that you can also find us on the og podcast network we are brought to you by them through them provided to the world on their wonderful podcasting platform check them out for sure og boom how are you guys so what yeah what do we got going on this week guys we got uh well me and neo have been doing a lot of destiny with black armory a lot of dang destiny. really really deep in there uh be k- kicking that huh okay <laughs> people kicking. have been talking People I know at the job and whatnot, they all are like fucking around with it, playing with it. Having a good time. Continues to be in the best place that I think the game has been. There were some issues a little bit with how Black Armory was received. Uh, when I was hitting on it last week a little bit, Felix, with uh, with Grimm on the show, um, mm-hmm. I had spent, what, like four hours with it? Like it was the day that it came out literally. So I didn't get like a chance to to really see how they want you to exist in the game with the new content and what they had planned with the raid and the story going forward. Um, and the community had some, some good things to say and had a lot of negative things to say about how that, that new content was, was rolled out to us. It being a new season of, of things. So we can get into some of the details later. Um, but let's, let's start with what you've been up to Neo, Cause, uh, we missed you last week. Oh yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of dang games, not just of, destiny, a lot of different, lot of dang games, different dang games. Yeah. So I uh, I picked up Hyperlight Drifter, okay, on on Switch. I don't know well, what that is. It's an older game. It's an older Indian title. It's been on Steam for a while now, but I I waited for it to for it to like drop in price on Switch so I could pick that up. Um, it's a cool game. It's a top down like pixel game, uh, and it's it, the mechanics are pretty much you swing in a sword, you got a little gun, and you can teleport around. Um, the nice. color palette is like a vibrant like blue and pinks, like a lot of. A lot of really vibrant pixeled colors. It's really gorgeous game uh, if you like pixel art. Um, and the whole story so far, I'm like a third of the way into the game right now uh, because another game came out that took my attention. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, and it's it's essentially like there's no there's no text. Like the the game doesn't tell you anything, but it tells you when you when you interact with like characters in the world, they interact with you via pictures. So they're they're telling a story via like like almost like cave painting likes like it's it's telling you they're telling you what's what's going on in the world via like like murals and images and it's like it's kind of cool um 
And so far, it's a lot of like uh, surviving like rooms of enemies, and you're fighting your way through. You're teleporting around. The music is great. It's it's a real real catchy chip tuney kind of music. Um, I'm having fun with it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna slow burn that one because of all the dang games I'm playing right now. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you feel the need that you that you have to reach out and play these different kinds of games because of how much you're how much time you're putting in? Uh, I've had my eye on Hyperlight for a long while, so like I do want to finish it, like for like a couple of years now, like two or two years now, I want to say. Um, but yeah, I want to I want to get it. I mean, I want I want to finish these games, obviously. But my problem is sp- spreading myself too thin. And Destiny's no, you know, no joke, man. Like you got to put like a lot of time into Destiny to get to keep up to like get your keep your power up so you can enjoy all this content. Yeah, and like really just getting. Do. <clears throat> yeah, the more the more time you put into Destiny, the more like chance you have of getting better rolls on guns, getting new guns. Like like your your odds go up of getting cool stuff the more you play Destiny. I think that's I think that's that's by design, obviously, right? Because the more you can do, the more you have the ability to be involved in, for sure. Right, exactly. Um, I'll save I'll save our raid talk for when you when you hop in because you're definitely more you know articulate when it comes to like all that stuff. But um, I've also been playing Detroit Become Human. Mm-hmm. which is uh it's a game that i've i wanted to play when it came out but it was like sandwiched between i want to say two big titles earlier this year uh yeah, which it, kept me from getting I forget it. what came out around it but you're right about that it wasn't it wasn't like a priority to play for me even though i i definitely was interested and i hit the demo too because that came out right on ps4 for a little bit and that was really fun played that demo too and i'm like yep this is exactly what i expect from this game and this is exactly what i want um so I've been playing it since since I've last been on. I got myself a 4K TV. Nice. Just want to put that out there. Very cool. Very happy. Just got it mounted on my wall like two days ago. Love it. It's you can see gorgeous. Neo's mounting pictures if you join us in our Discord. Discord. Oh, yeah. The I should tweet it out too, and and you know put that put that out there. But yeah. I still got some cable management to do. It's not pretty yet. It's not it's not completely done. Mm. But I've been playing um, Detroit like in my living room with HDR on. I wanted to get the full. I don't have a pro so unfortunately it's not like the 4k yeah, yeah yeah. but it is very good looking for a ps4 standard just saying it's a great looking game um and it's everything i expected uh it's it's a good narrative they're t- they're they clearly have a story to tell and it's and it's a lot of analogies to like the civil rights movement and um just uh like a, like escaping slavery and it, and it tells multiple stories from the from the various from different uh points of view of different androids um essentially it's it's about the whole game's just about android rights like that's pretty much in a nutshell i'm about i want to say 60 percent through it i was streaming it a little bit like a week or two ago i've been family's been real busy you know with the holidays and everything so i haven't really had time to like yeah. really have a stream schedule which is unfortunate but um, is that i want to finish it is it is um but i want to finish i want to finish it and possibly do like a nice write-up on it because uh, it's a cool game. It's got a message, and I know it's a lot of people give it a lot of you know crap for being like too pandery or too um, yeah, I like mean, in your face about it. And yeah, it's, I think it seems like it's that trying was, too hard. You know? That was the criticism. It was heavy handed with with the messaging a little bit. Um, yeah, but sometimes that works. You know. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, and like I know it got it got a lot of uh, it got a lot of uh, crap for one of the early trailers which de- depicted like domestic abuse uh two of the characters there was the kara the one of the androids you play as is program well is supposed to protect this kid and it turned out the the owner of the robot the father was is an abuser and you end up you end up like 
playing this whole escape scene of this guy and it's it's really intense like it's like it's they really want you to feel like you're like tense in this situation and they make it the way the way they like have all the button prompts and the way they they frame every shot it becomes like this this crazy like like scramble to escape um you feel almost powerless in a lot of the scenes because it, you're not like a super android you're not like a super powered person it's you are you are almost like they're putting you in like a victim's position yeah. and it and you're they just, make you feel that you're way just a regular person for all intents and purposes right for all intents, I mean, you're an android, but yes, for yeah. all intents and purposes, you're this like you're kind of like this new android who's like, oh god, I need to break my programming to save this little girl, and it becomes about that. What's up, Felix? Yeah, somebody was saying I can't remember if it was Diamond Jab or if it was just I read it somewhere or whatever, but somebody was saying that the game skirts the line of of is it offering a genuine message or is it fabricating the idea of a genuine message it's a good question in order to sell the game i think that's an amazing question um i want to finish the game first to see where because like i think that'll be like the deciding factor um if if it if it wrap if the game wraps up in a way and i know there's multiple endings there's multiple ways the game can end up because of the style of game it, every every chapter when it ends it shows you this large tree of all the choices you could make and how your characters can end up i think it was diamond jab who was saying it i maybe i'm wrong i think what, what was he saying about it he was saying something to the effect of he worries about i think he was saying he worries about whether the message whether he's actually going to be feel I guess he, we we should talk to him at some point and ask him about it. But yeah, because you're just like making up a quote that he may or may not have said. I'm mi- so. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to quote him. I'm tra- saying I'm. Tra- I was trying to get the gist of it. Paraphrase it. Yeah, I, I was trying to paraphrase it, and I understood what he meant. Uh, yeah, he's. I brought that up before uh, uh, GSM. So I. Yeah, he was talking about it, and I guess maybe that's where I. Yeah, I mean, well, there is a there is a difference between, um, like putting this behavior out on display and then putting it on display with meaningful commentary. Mm-hmm. Hopefully and not just doing it, not just doing it for like the shock value right. of it. Exactly. Like, like hopefully your commentary is, yeah. uh, is constructive in that way. That's what you'd hope, but it, 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 it's and, similar to the idea of the Nazi swastika in a game. It's like, are you putting it in the game because you're trying to convey something like that? Nazis were bad or are you putting it in the game because it's just a gratuitous thing? Because there's there's a whole like abuse in a game or uh, a Nazi swastika in a game instantly triggers something in somebody because it has a psychic wound associated. With mm-hmm. it. Oh, for sure. And abu- an abuse put on presentation will have a psychic wound for people who have been abused. Thousand right? percent. So, yeah. 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 So, so that that you know, did they do it for the right reasons? Is really the question. Of course, um, and there are a lot of moments like this in the game. Like you, you play three specific characters. One is an android who's a detective. He's uh, he works for the company who creates androids, but he's been assigned to the police station. So you are actually you're you're trying to you're trying to figure out why androids are becoming deviant, essentially uh, going against their programming. Um, and then the third character is a robot. Who, he's a android who is a I want to say like a butler to a really rich artist who passes away. 
and um and then he becomes tossed aside essentially like garbage and he comes back going no i want to be he he comes back with the idea of saying no i want to be i deserve rights i don't deserve to be thrown away when someone's done with me and it becomes and then he has his own story and so so far like the games are like converging in a way uh they're converging all these characters in a way that's kind of interesting i'm i'm like at like I feel like I'm like almost at a climactic point of the game, which I should really probably hop back in and, and finish this so I can make a like a firm like, OK, this game was this game was just throwing out throwing a bunch of like civil rights stuff at, in the wind and seeing what's stuck. Or is it actually trying to, you know, have a message that is that is like kind of meaningful in a way that that the creator intended? Yeah, almost. I mean, I'll be curious to hear what uh, what you think when you're done. Yeah. So, and then the next game I was playing was Smash Brothers because that Smash came out. Smash Brothers weekend. that came out Friday. Yeah, dude. It did, and uh, we were rushing to get our power level up for the raid mm-hmm. this weekend, the new Scourge raid. Um, and then on Friday, Smash Brothers came out, and I'm like, well, well, damn, I got to unlock some characters. So, like, I was okay. I'm not gonna lie to you, Trip. I was sitting when we were like waiting between, like, like attempts at like different attempts, raid encounters. Yeah. I'm like sitting there with my switch going like, okay, I'm just going to try and get like a one stock round in. And I'm like playing these playing smash. I mean, that's um, the beauty of the switch. You could just do that shit. I just, just pick it up and go. I bought, I bought the GameCube adapter mm-hmm. for the, for the switch. Um, I not, have you just so everyone out there knows you're not a real gamer unless you play switch with a GameCube controller. with a game, obviously, but people uh, look honestly, down on you if you don't use this hardware. I, I tried it with the other controllers. It's not bad, but I'm Felix's personally face right now. <laughs> well, look, I got this is an original GameCube controller from 2000 whatever it, that it mm-hmm. came out. This Felix, and, this is because the uh, the pinnacle version of this game is considered to be the GameCube version. What was that Melee? Yeah, Melee. Yeah, um, and people just love playing on that controller. I think there's like. There's also there are specific reasons. There's measurable like that's the least amount of like input lag I think as well with character control like things like that. Sure. Button sure. layout um, is 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 preferential to pulling off a, some attacks. A lot of fighting game people in general would prefer prefer wired controllers because of latency. But the reason why I like the GameCube controller the best is is the button layout and the way the way it's set up is is almost perfectly designed for Smash Brothers. And I know this is like really weird to say, but I use a lot of C stick attacks, which is which is important. And these buttons, by feel, I know what attacks I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. and just the way the the way the the mushiness of like the triggers feel, it just I I know, I know my brain knows what to do. And it's not like the nor- the newer controllers, which is like kind of weird. But like at the same time, I've had three GameCube controllers in a drawer for years. So, are you doing this because you're trying to get a competitive edge over somebody? Um, I, there, there is a tournament I'm going to be in probably at the end of the month on the Lunar Castaways channel. Uh, they're holding, they're holding a nice tournament. So I, I'm trying to get my skills up. I'm trying to dust off the, dust off the cobwebs so I can kick some ass. You know what I mean? He's trying, man. You want to, you want, you want to have a competitive edge over, over iron. Obviously. And the rest, the rest of the (laughs) the participants, um, I try, but here's the thing though. Um, the the it's got all the all the the game modes you're familiar with it's got the classic mode it's got just straight up smash like it's literally just smash and then you can bring in eight up to eight people into a round and it's crazy it's chaotic as hell um and funny enough because of now my three gamecube controllers i now have three gamecube controllers two joy cons 
the Pro Controller and the SNES controller that oh I have. Oh, my God. So I, if, <laughs> if, if I had a party over here, yo, we could just all smash it up. A lot of we games. We just have a good old, a good old time. Um, I, just, I do want to say that it's really funny in the Discord seeing everyone ask everyone else if they want to smash. You trying to smash? Uh, yeah, you're I know. To smash. My line. I'm, I'm just like, oh, all right, dude. That's like we're connecting on all kinds of levels here. That's what I'm saying. So, so the the let's let's hang on this for a second. So, the you know, what came first? Because I I, I have a feeling like referring to I want to smash in like a, a sexual innuendo. Uh-huh. It right? is. That's totally. I, it. I feel that started with a younger generation of people because I never heard it when I was growing up. No, it, like, people it's, never said that. No. So. Here's what I want. I wonder if Not that when you would grew have been out of. No, but here's here's the thing. I wonder <laughs> if that actually grew out of playing Smash Brothers no. as kids. No, no, hundred percent not. Yes, definitely. And then somebody just turned it sexual at one point. No, I. There's there's a full there's a full line to the sexual one. I'm not going to say it on on the on the podcast here because it's a little inappropriate. Wait. I can tell you after the show. Okay. Or I'll tell you later, but no, it's definitely not Smash Brothers. That Smash Brothers did not coin butthole. that. I want to smash your butthole? Is that you're right? really, you're honestly really close, but <laughs> I will tell you, I will tell you later because it's really butthole. inappropriate. Any excuse to say butthole on the stream? <laughs> so, a few of the new things in Smash Brothers, they brought every character who has ever appeared in Smash Brothers into the game, as well as new characters, and I've only unlocked, I want to say, like thirty. Maybe forty characters. I have not counted. What's the, the total number? Just keeps growing. It's around sixty-six. I want to say. Wow, I'm probably wrong on lot. that. It's a lot for sure. It's a lot. And they announced a season pass, which in the news we'll talk about because they announced the first character at the Game Awards, and it was it was a mm. big shocker because because Trip, you're never going to guess who it was. And let me just tell no, you, I know you. Ne- you never saw it coming. <laughs> I know who it is, and I never saw it coming. And I see what you did there, you and never, I appreciate it. You never it. see it coming. I appreciate it. Um, Those are the lyrics Joker. to the it's song. Joker, you guys. Yeah, yeah it's from a uh, character from Persona is one of the first content, and which is crazy trip because Persona is not even on the Nintendo consoles. No, it's not. It's not. And 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 the cool thing about it is is now that Net Joker, a Persona character, is now in a in a Nintendo property game. That also could mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised this year if we saw Persona 5 come to Switch or Persona 4 or or any of the Persona, Persona games. Persona 4, from what I can, I mean, from playing it, obviously, and from what I've seen graphically of it, yeah, I don't think it should have a problem. Persona 4 was on um, Vita. Yeah, so 4, there's could, no reason. 4 could easily be on the Switch. There's no five, reason why I can't. I don't know if there's anything that, like, that five needs that's a performance aspect of the PS4. But like if you can get Warframe to run on the switch, if you can get Diablo three to run on the yeah. switch, you can get a cell shaded RPG to run. The switch is the a switch. magic machine, man. Yeah. It's a magical, I magical would device. Play the fuck out of persona on the go. So two points I want to make about smash before I move on here. Um, first thing is the new single, they have this full single player mode that they've added called the world of light. Mm-hmm. And it's this whole thing where they give you this top-down map, and you're going from point to point, and you're playing different special scenarios. And uh, it's essentially like you 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 unlock these spirits that buff your character in certain ways, and you can mix and match them, kind of like an RPG. Uh, it's really interesting. And I'm in the middle of that. You can unlock characters that way. There's really tough boss fights, and you're just plowing through and unlocking this map. It's it's entertaining, but more or less you're just you're just moving from point to point, fighting smash battles of different right. variety. You know what I mean? 
Um, but the next point I want to make is the online play, which is getting a lot of a lot of flack for oh, the quality of it. Yeah, because it, it's the first game I played, and I played a game with Iron, um, and boy, was it laggy as hell. Uh, mm. The connection problems were were like like crazy. Um, but I did play again online with a few people like two days ago. And it worked really well. And then there were just some points where the game just chugged and the connection was just awful. Um, you can't figure out what that's related to or anything? Honestly, a lot of it and all the forms, people, people, I'm not the only one having these problems. Like this is definitely, I want to say, a Nintendo problem, hmm. uh, if I had to guess. And people are like posting on Reddit about like things you can do to mitigate the issue and, and, and things. But more or less like it's a there you're doing peer-to-peer games so it relies on the connection of the person who's hosting the the battle arena um there are other complaints going on like like you can because when you go to search for like if you want to do competitive matches online you can set your parameters like i want to do 1v1 only no items these levels are the ones i want um and then sometimes the game just ignores all those and it just throws you into a whatever fight yeah, it like doesn't even matter that you do that uh, because it's just gonna, terrible. It's yeah, people. So people who are competitive about it, and there's a big competitive Smash scene, and they're not happy about it because the Wii U version had a they had a for fun mode, and then they had a for glory mode, which was that that split their their just like casual game modes with their professional like their hardcore game modes. So. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I'm having a lot of fun with Smash. I do want to do like some Smash streams and like get a whole bunch of people on it and just just have a good old good old time just smashing. Yeah, that'd be fun. Just all everyone smashing each other, you know. Just smashing and broadcasting it to the internet. Um, <laughs> and I think that's really all of the games that I've been playing right now. I put Red Dead on the back burner. That game is just way too time consuming. I need to take like a week off and play mm, that game. Is what I need to I do. I love it, dude. You know what I mean? That's like my like I'm going to sleep game. Either that or Stardew Valley, where I can just be by myself and be I, in a world. I tried the online day one for Red Dead. I know you guys talked about this last week. We did. Yeah, because the uh, the and and I played with a like a friend of mine uh, on the other on another Discord and um and the first thing I noticed was like because we were doing like missions and stuff, the rewards were were garbage. But I know That's that rocks the the Rockstar has already addressed this. Um, so we're we're gonna see how that how that goes. Um, but the moment the moment I saw the prices of things and what you were getting for doing things, I was like, "Wow, I'm, this, I'm sorry, man, I'm out. I can't can't just grind." Because someone did the math, and it was like if you wanted to get like a new like the Mauser gun or whatever that gun is, yeah. um, you would have to grind 80 hours of doing specific missions just right. to get enough to like yeah. unlock this gun. And I'm like, "That's that's that doesn't seem like a fun time for me." Like, no, so, yeah. it wasn't fun wasn't fun for me and i also had lots of connectivity issues so it's just like okay which isn't good totally not well that's that's what i've been up to and then destiny obviously but uh i was gonna allow trip to take that one because well, yeah, you're we'll the destiny guy stuff uh felix what have you been getting into <clears throat> how was your week uh well this week started um a new week of streaming a new game for the entire week you know what i'm doing now is i'm streaming one doing game one game at a time week one ge- game or one game company, you know. So this this w- last week was a Fallout seventy six week, okay, uh, or a Bethesda week. I mean, I think one day I got bored of Fallout seventy six, so I said tomorrow I'm just going to do Elder Scrolls Online. So got I did it. One day that was like Elder Scrolls. Got it. Um, which that just 
that game just keeps getting better and better and better, man. I just fucking I'm, love it. I'm glad that you are, man, especially now it's that you're investing great. in it directly. It's the power yeah. of MMOs, man. I was, you, I was about... I was expecting you to be like, that game is just fucking fell off the cliff. And I was like, oh, no, your craft bag. But you were like, no, it's getting better and better. And I'm like, all right, dude. No, sure. no. Like, I have, like, an app now called the Elder Scroll, uh, the ESO app. Mm-hmm. And, like... I can I can find where where shit is like in the world you know like collectibles and whatnot. Oh, yeah, totally. so now 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 I'm doing that. Like I play it very similarly to a single player game, which is funny because most people are in there trying to grind it MMO style. Yeah, exactly. I'm, gain I'm some actually, max level, gain the gear. Yeah, right. And yeah, I, yeah. I'm still grinding. Like I come in every day and I do my MMO stuff where I have to like, you know, craft with two characters and like to get the extra rewards for whatever. But like. You know, but I, I but I'm still like doing story missions and watch. You know, talking to each one of the characters and like getting my quests and like going through it just like I would in Assassin's Creed. So it's like you're doing it right, man. I think you're doing it right. Yeah, I would I'm agree. A good time. Yeah, I'm having a good time with it because I I, I hate when I have to rush through MMOs. It's it's like it like it almost ruins the experience because no, like, I just, I won't yeah. have it, man. And and what's mm. really great is when I come, now that I know all the mechanics really well, I can come right back into it whenever I want. And I, you know, it's not like I have to like re remember how to do things or whatever. I could just pick up where I left off, which is really cool. Um, Fallout seventy six was once again another really enjoyable week of playing the game with very minimal problems. Um, like I said, I'm not discounting because I didn't want you to have the impression Trip Zero that I'm discounting people who had problems. You need to be clear that if somebody had problems with the game and they could never get it started, mm-hmm. then I 100% agree that they should hate on the game. The problem is, is I think in the media flurry around the game, people are fabricating problems. I think they're just outright fabricating them. Mm. They're embellishing on shit that's minor and they're f- outright fabricating shit. Wait, I'm sorry. Which Are you talking about ESO or, still? No, I'm talking. I'm talking about uh, Fallout 76. Are you claiming oh. people are just making up their problems with this uh, game? I think people in the media who have almost like a influencer uh, level of like respect or whatever are are fabricating shit. I think they're making things up. They're, they're, are, you, are you talking about just like YouTubers or like uh, like know. like jur- like journalism I, journalistic? I think no, I, I do not. Because they can't, because they have scrutiny on them. I'm not talking about journalists. Journalists. You're talking about, you're, you're talking about like YouTubers. Yeah, and those because I've, of- I've read journalist articles regarding the game, and I'm 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 not talking about them. I'm talking about in the fl- in post the journalists who are legitimate, you know, people writing articles about the game. I think average people who have voice boxes to bitch on mm. are are micro analyzing aspects of this game and and they're doing it inaccurately like the, the just, problem is is i i've watched a lot of these youtubers yeah. like uh like uh i don't i don't i'm not gonna like yong Ye and those guys like, i don't know anyone off the top top of yeah mind. but like and like they'll they'll like they'll point out problems but as i played the game and i can tell you that if someone would t- if someone told me like for example today they they're they they dropped the patch this week and they added uh, wide like ultra widescreen support, and I can tell you right now, there someone already figured out that it's not actual widescreen support. They're just stretching it. They're just yeah. stretching the resolution. Yeah. It's not. It's not right. And um, so but like right, the, issues right there, like that, like I, I I don't know how you can make that up when it's like 
you can look in the INI files on PC and like see. Uh, I, I'm not know? asking anyone to to. They're not making it up. It's fucking real. But I'm asking people why they need to worry about that. Because that that's the because point. in the in the in, uh, in the year of our Lord 2018, games should not be releasing <laughs> for sixty dollars at this kind of quality. Like like for for serious like the amount of problems, the amount of problems that this game has had since launch, and I'm not even talking about like the bag issue, bag gate. I'm not talking about all the other PR stuff surrounding it. I'm talking yeah. about the game itself that is a, supposed to be a functioning co-op multiplayer game. And last week, Felix, you told is. me, but you told me, why do people want to play this with PvP in mind? Like, how could they even do that? But the PvP is completely broken. It's like, not a PV fucking P game. But but it's then they advertise they advertise that kind of gameplay. They didn't. I told you I went back to his exact quote. People were driving at it needing to be PvP and were building that narrative themselves. It, but a but a feature of the game doesn't even function. Right. Go if, on. Trip, trip. I'm sorry. I see I see you got your finger. What's up? Doing the finger wave. Um well this wasn't the point I was going to make, but to your last point. Yes, regardless of what they intend the game to be, if you have a feature in the game and it doesn't work at all, that's a problem. And I know you're having a great time with this game, Felix, and that's that's great. I'm not here to shit on your great yeah, time. Yeah, I, I don't want. I'm not trying to shit uh, on you at all. Shitting on my good time. I I think <laughs> that as someone who does not play this game, but someone yeah. who has tried with the Fallout series again, well, I know we've rehashed this, but I love three. Can't get enough of three. Three's can't, great. Can't play four for some reason. I just stop. I stop at Diamond City almost exactly a diamond city every time i'm like i get in i look around i'm like all right cool i'll come back tomorrow no nope, i go outside logging. i play something else i i never come back not the point um i love skyrim again not the point bethesda the way they're handling this entire this entire game which is a new kind of game for them this is a game as a service game you could put this into the same category as destiny as the division as anthem mm-hmm. that's going to be coming out in february it, it's a live game. That's the title. They want this game to live on and people have shared experiences and they're going to support it in the they future do. through patches and content. <laughs> there was bad gate. Sure. Which is terrible there. I, I agree with that. Um, I, there was the way that, that they opened up all of their internal ticket support to people that were putting in tickets. So they got oh, everyone yeah. else's personal information. Like that happened after you, you guys recorded last week, yeah. right? I don't know if you heard about this, Felix, but if people were putting in. Right. So I didn't like I didn't I didn't look closely at that. That I didn't look closely at. But but that sounds like that sounds like one of it could be one of two things. They fucked up or that's not a question. That that, that is definitely (laughs) not negotiable about that. Yeah. Or there was a hole because they fucked up and somebody was looking no, 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 no. Customers would go to submit a ticket and the customer would get emailed other customers a, information. A, a, a customer was literally getting ticket emails and responses okay. in their inbox as oh, if yeah. they were an employee for Bethesda. Didn't analyze it closer. Don't know if enough about yeah. it, but that, that was a whole, that was a whole I, thing. I'm not yeah. going to go in depth in that story. You either. don't have to, because um, that sounds like that's, were, that is they, a Bethesda, the company secure, problem. No, for that's, sure. a, that's a security breach. That's but, uh, but here's more. Here's, here's another thing. The way that they have been updating this game has impacted players experiences negatively. They've, well, they I read stealth, a lot of those, and I didn't agree with that. They stealth nerfed a lot of things in the game people were enjoying. Literally I just read one. 
the, I know. I read about the whole. I didn't even. I have never even heard the term stealth nerf. It, all that means is that now. these were changes they made in a patch and, without well, disclosing them in patch notes. Right. And so people were mining different changes in the game and then writing their own patch notes on Reddit saying like, look, these are things that have been changed. And then they were and like the best as it did not disclose. And, and they were things to artificially in, uh, us, like make the grind of gathering materials longer. It was it was things like that. Here's, yeah, go on. Here's my ultimate point to this whole thing. We're not here to get into the minutiae of what was changed, what wasn't changed. No, what, we have other things what is to there. talk about. But my point is regardless of your love for this game and your experience in this game, I don't know how you can look at this and say, I think Bethesda is handling this wonderfully because I, mean, I think, not. I think that they're I'm not, not saying, and that. I think that's the conversation that, that we need to be having. How are they, how, how well or poorly they're handling this? What are they going to do about it in the future? Is this game going to survive? That's the conversation because some people having fun or not having fun is going to happen regardless of, if the game is falling apart or not, I was playing no man's sky original release, having a fuck ton of fun. That game should not have been shipped the way that it was. No. Right. For sure. Not right. That's all I'm okay. saying. Like, we need to talk about what they're going to do with this game. Not the fun you're having with the game, which yeah, is we're great. Just having, we're having different conversations, right? I think for the I'm, most part, I'm just having yeah. a completely subjective. This is my fun. You're trying to approach it objectively and say, well, there's a bunch of shit here. <laughs> I think, I think it's it. part of our job. I think we need to. We need to know what this game is going to be like. It was a cool concept, you know? And I do like I mean, following it. Part of the problem is, is that uh, this, is, this has been a sentiment that's been echoed a lot, is that this game should not have come out this soon. Or, if they were to release it now, call it an uh, early access or an early release. Sure. Because in this, the state that it is currently in, even after this week's patch, is still barely playable it and in certain senses in certain senses of the word being like yeah because you got bugging enemies and yeah i mean it's it's playable i played it for like 30 hours or whatever yeah i was having a good time that hyperbole is the internet's favorite barely playable gets a lot of gets a wide berth in terms of like it's definition when, when when there are enemies that are just glitching out, going into T pose, I can't get out of my power armor. Uh, the well, let's, the let's back up. that I 100% agree with. And, that, and that these are all game- inability to play the game. That's to a me, the, the power armor issue was game breaking because I can now I can no longer get out of my power armor and craft anything, which is the whole purpose of the game is Trust to be me. able to craft things. And, and I align with you 100% on that. It was if just broken. Had- if that had happened to me, that would be a huge problem. So after that happened to me, I was just like, no, nah, I, 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 there's, there's so many other good games that I'm, I'm trying to play right now. I don't want to be futzing around with this game. And that's, that's the sad feel- part because people's like window of giving a game a chance is so small. Like, I mean, the stereotype is you give, you get one chance to make a first impression and that applies to yeah. video games as well. Like For people sure. aren't going to come back. Look at what happens with destiny. Destiny is again, you know, fanboy, but it's, almost inarguably in a way better place than it was mm. years ago, right? The game but is in the lost, best shape that it's lost been. So many people from that. It, first right. Year. And those people are never going to come back because of how they felt about how the game was developed, how the game treated players and how they felt treated by the company. They'll never you come know, back. I mean, we, we know people who have been like, well, I don't feel like continuing to give destiny my money because I don't feel like I've gotten the value initial from my initial per purchase. So why should I trust? Why should I keep trusting them uh, in that case? So, and I'm like, well, you know what? I don't, I don't blame you for sure. 
Um, only, only honestly, honest to God, though, the only reason why I'm like still like hardcore playing it is because there's so many of us playing it, and for me, that's like where I get a lot of my enjoyment out of it is playing with with the groups of people and like being social with it. Mm-hmm. And to me, to me, that's a lot of fun. And, and you know what? It's good shooting. It's a good shooting game. I'll uh, I'll move us on. Transition forward. Let's let's. let's... <laughs> Let's talk about this week. (laughs) (laughs) That was last week. That was last week. Uh, So I'll be real quick. This this week I is my Battlefield Five week. Okay. I have not played a single lick of the actual multiplayer. All that I've played are the war stories, because initially I just use those as like practice to get a feel for the the gameplay and sure. And they they do that. They they send you through a barrage of different mechanics that are built into the game. Some vehicle driving, some, you know, grenade throwing, some whatever. Whatever, dude. And and then they also do some secret mechanics that they don't tell you are going to be in the game and actually are nowhere near the multiplayer and are completely a refreshing surprise. Like what? Go go on. Like skiing. Skiing? Skiing. Yes, cross country skiing and skiing downhill and throwing a throwing knife at a guy while you're skiing. <laughs> That's cool. Super entertaining. I, Why is this not in the multiplayer? Battlefield no, Five skiing about, simulator. Okay. For a second, I thought I thought you were like angry. No, or you were being very I, sarcastic. It's the most refreshing feature. <laughs> I get to downhill ski in the Norway like mission campaign thing that you do. The war story for Norway. Uh-huh. You start off, and I go. It says hit up on the D pad to bring out your skis, and I went, <laughs> "What the fuck, my skis?" And then I'm skiing downhill, and I'm shooting guns while I'm skiing. It's so amazing. I yep. so much haven't pass. heard that That's about this cool. game. Yes, that, that, that I have fun. not heard that. Yeah, right. No, because no one's playing the war stories. Only me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they they have this mechanic where because you're um, a person in Norway who's like a resistance fighter or whatever, whatever, you get around using your skis and you just hit the up on the D-pad and your skis come out and you're doing it. And when you're not on a hill, you're cross-country skiing, you know, and then when you're going down a hill, you just start skiing. I, I tried to So I started experimenting with it. You could pull the skis out wherever. I was on a roof. I pulled out the skis. I skied off the roof. <laughs> I, I was, I was the on the roof. Of, I pulled out the skis. I was at the top of a tower. I had just killed a guy and I sniped a bunch of dudes. Yeah. I needed to get down off the tower. There was a staircase going down the tower. Did you pull out I the skis? The, I pulled out the skis and I skied down the stairs. Oh, my God, dude. I skied amazing. on gravel. I skied on roads. I skied like all over the place. <laughs> You're skiing it This up, is dude. like the last thing I would have expected from a battlefield game. Yeah, yeah. 100%. It's it's first person skiing and it's visceral. I love it. Um, so <laughs> that was great. And then um, didn't know that mechanic was there. This okay. So that's on one end. Mm-hmm. The polar opposite end is when you climb to the top of a ladder. There's no button to get down. <laughs> Your only option is to fall off the ladder. Okay. What? Yeah, I don't have a prompt. Or a button or anything that says climb down. And I still haven't figured out how to do it. If anyone in the chat knows how to climb down a ladder in Battlefield 5, let me know. Because I can't figure it out. 
this mystery may never be solved. This will be vital in multiplayer. Because <laughs> the only way I, I've climbed some really tall towers, and the only way I've been able to get off is jump and nearly die every time. Yeah, there's got to be a better way. I can't. There's got to be a better way. You know how in games when you walk up to a ladder, have you Googled you, it? it, it no, nah, I do, didn't look. Nah, we'll do that. How do so, I get off of a ladder? How do I get down a ladder? Battlefield Five. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do Just it. Just put that Sometimes in. Sometimes the right. I was expecting something a little bit though, a little bit more uh, sensible. Like walk to the ladder, and your character will go into an animation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I walked to the ladder and walked right off the tower. <laughs> 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 Whoopsie! I was like, "Have you tried crouching there towards your, your the ladder?" I crouched, walked toward the ladder. Okay. I did that next. Okay. Fell off the okay. tower again. You're iterating yeah, properly, well, at least. Yeah, I'm trying all these different things. Skiing plus per- perks to skiing, uh, but yeah, climbing down ladders not so much. Damn. Um, but the shooting feels good. Uh, I, you know, I haven't put it into play in, in the real competition when you're playing against other people. Um, but I intend to play by the end of the week. I'm going to be playing Grand Operations to explore that uh, and try it out. Yeah, the only things I've been hearing are like the quality of the multiplayer and like, is it good and that such. Um, from what I understand, there's the, it, it, there's a lot of like network issues. Um, oh, probably. I've I've heard things like that. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the multiplayer parts aren't even released yet. Apparently, oh, they're it's releasing they're releasing in chunks. Um, well, I definitely know the the they're supposed to have a battle royale. That's not. Really that's true. sometime early next year i think it's yeah, it's well, like first quarter well, all the sometime. content came out for free so that's what we fucking get right <laughs> there you go <laughs> i'll take skis, dude. i'll take skis it's for free. free you don't have to pay for uh, a an season extra, pass, yeah. extra season pass so we, this is what we get they'll bring it out whenever they fucking feel like dripping that shit to us hell yeah. um that's fine i'm good with that well, i'm uh, glad you're enjoying it yeah, nice. yeah. Nice, I I don't know. You know, like I'll finish the war stories probably this week, but I don't know if I. First off, there's only four now. There isn't six. There were six in the last game, so that's dwindling away. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're going to release more of them, but probably not because they're single player, right? Yeah, that's not their bread and butter. <laughs> Everything from now on out, expansion wise, is just going to be like different theaters of World War Two. You know, you might mm-hmm. we might get some American Japanese stuff at some point. Um, the game, like uh, what's his name was saying, all of the the vignettes, the war stories, currently focus in on German, British, and uh, you know Norwegian like people. No, no French. Oh, in French, yeah, I haven't played that one yet. There's a oh, French cool. one as well. But the cool thing is, is on the war stories, one of them you play as the Germans. You're in a a, a tank, a tank commander, Tiger tank commander. Mm-hmm. And then, cool. Yeah, and the French one I'm not really sure of because I haven't played it yet. And then uh, the one you start on, you play a, a a a British guy who got conscripted from, and I didn't even know this was a thing in World War II. So the Brits were conscripting from prisons. They were making whole platoons from prison. Oh, prisons. wow. So you learn a little bit about that, like that this, this main character guy that you play, Private Brigger or whatever, he is Bridger. Bridger, sorry, I pronounced it wrong. He's a criminal. He's a he's a petty thief, robbing banks. He gets caught, and then his option is to go to prison or go into the military, fight in the war, take the black. So he takes that, and um, and that you follow along. His little vignette is just his experience in the um, the uh, Africa campaign. 
So you get to play that first, and then you play the Norway. You get to choose. They're not in any order. Then you do the Norway. I, I'm just doing them left to right. So, but very nice. Yeah, that's nice. it. That's nice, what dude. I've been doing. Very cool. That's my that's my gameplay experience. That's the game trip. What's up? You know what's up, man. Black. Oh, Armory. I know it's. I know it's up. Black Armory, Destiny 2's first season of their season of content. So for sake Play it on us. Forsaken came out in September. That was the major game-changing expansion. And instead of having, like, you know, expansion one in the winter, expansion two in the spring, and whatever else uh, is going to happen, they've aligned everything to seasons, the three-month seasons, and you now pay for a season pass, which is uh, 30 bucks, and you get essentially, like, these little nuggets of content, little chunks. Um, honestly, the way that Black Armory is panning out, I think, is more than worth what would come down to ten dollars mm-hmm. right the uh the story of black armory is that there have been these secret forges that exist all over these planets with a secret um alliance called the black armory the guardians don't know about and what you do is you have to find these forges and ignite them and they are time gated so week one we get one forge week two we got another forge um there's a new raid that came out with this as well Wait, question. Uh, yeah. The the old the other forges are are locked now? They are. Yeah. So we have two. So the one, we do have two. You have two. So can I go back to the first one? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you meant like they rotated like no, the Dreaming No, 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 no. They're okay. once once they're like open to players, you can you can go to whatever forge that you want to go to. Cool. Um and there's the raid and the there's new weapons that come along with this new armor sets, all that kind of stuff. Um some of the controversy that happened as soon as this was released was that the power level, and Felix, you'll remember me talking about this, the power level of what we we were up against on day one was pretty high compared to everyone's maximum level. If you were playing the game consistently, there was a good chance you were at power level 600, which is the highest level in the game. This content came out, and as soon as you had to hit a forge, the forge was a three-wave activity. Wave 1's power was 615. Wave 2's power was 625. And I think Wave 3's was 630. Those might have been the original mm-hmm. power levels that they then that right. bumped down because it was too hard for players. It was something they were able to, to change on the server pretty quickly, um, adjusting the feedback. Um, and I get it. I really do. The majority of players, and imagine if you weren't even level 600, you can't play this at 600, and there are players that are playing casually that are still deep in the five, 500s, right? I think the idea is is that you're playing, and you're going to naturally get your power increase as you play to then be strong enough to fight in the, in the uh, thing. Yep. And you know what? We had no problem doing it day one and two. Like Even, even I want to say, before they decreased the power level, it didn't seem that bad. It, uh, it was like something we knew we were going to have to work towards. And then right, we, we were able to light it on day two, essentially. But again, we have the benefit of our discord, our community, people that can play together. Um, I think right. a lot of players felt, especially being a solo player, if you are playing destiny without a large group that can hop in at a moment's notice and help unlock these things that you're up against like such a high power climb and you can't enjoy the new content without iterating through all the old stuff. Like the biggest negative uh, piece of feedback that I heard was, oh, it's cool that Black Armory is out, but I still have to play all of the old ways to get power before I can even touch this stuff. Because nothing happens until you unlock the Black Armory. The new the new vendors' um, bounties and weapons don't unlock. Uh, Felix, there are new bounties, essentially, to get 
specific weapons from different loot pools. Say there's a gun that only drops from Crucible you really like, right? Or you want like a gun from doing Vanguard strikes. You can pick those those bounties up and they're called weapon frames that you then go on a little mini quest to fulfill and then you forge them. You do this activity and they're forged. What that does is it gives you a random roll of that weapon. So if you're chasing something specific, it's a really good way to grind that, which is a great opportunity. If there's a player that just wants to play Crucible, they're like, oh, I wish I had this pulse rifle. They could just play it to get that pulse rifle and then they'll be good. Yeah. They can do that in the PVE world without even having to touch PVP. Like they can work towards their peak goal of competitive while doing whatever they want in the game. It's a great idea, right. honestly. Yeah. But yeah. it takes a while to get into that groove because you have to get your power up, which was the biggest criticism of the way they're introducing this content. I think long term it's going to be great. Players are going to appreciate the freedom that they have to not only gain power but again like I like I said grind for specific roles and gear that they want. But obviously they're trying new things. This was the first week of of a new kind of content delivery system and it rubbed some people the wrong way, which which I understand, you know. Did it rub you the wrong way? It didn't. But again, I, I, I have the, didn't didn't rub me the wrong way either. No. I, I honestly was fine with that. Yeah, and I'm the I'm the critical one of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, guys, <laughs> you guys forget that I'm interested in the subjectivity of your experience versus the objectivity. I know. Oh, I know for, we have to step sure. up. Yeah, we have to step up and be objective from time to time. But your subjectivity is no. Important. It's great. I just I just don't take for granted the fact that I have just a boatload of people. I'll be like, yo, who wants to do this? And I'll have a, a fire team full in a couple of minutes. You know, not everyone has that privilege because that's what it is. Yeah. It's a, it's a privilege of destiny to be able to play this stuff. There are people that haven't even done destiny one raids, let alone like the previous last wish raid, not even the one that came out Friday. Right. Like they haven't touched mm-hmm. that content because they don't have people that they can play with. Yeah. Now, luckily, we do, and that enabled this game's us. A fucking hobby, though. Remember, it's a hobby now. It, a hobby. That's it is true. definitely a hobby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and one of the cool things that we were able to do was uh, was get into the raid on day one and play that content you, blind. You blind. You blinded that. We shit. did. We blind raided for as uh, for so as long as we possibly could until everyone had to go to bed. We got to the final like room. It wasn't as large of a raid as the previous one. It's more on the size of what they call a raid layer. You know, like what you would maybe consider a, a yeah. section or two of a normal size raid. Um, and what they've done with raid layers in Destiny 2, uh, the boss rooms had two phases to them. You would do something uh, to unlock the actual final boss. But in that method, there are two separate encounters. And that first encounter has mechanics that get added into the final one. All these raids are just teaching you how to get through this content and how to play this stuff. So we made it to that room. We made it to the final boss room on day one, which was still super cool. Um, and we were all like, it was playable, but we were all underpowered so that it was brutal fighting these enemies and these ads in these environments, which of course adds to time figuring things out. Cause people are dying. We're, we're, we're getting hit left and right. We're trying to figure out not only how to get through the mechanic of the encounters, but how to do it as flawlessly as possible. Because if we take hits like at our power levels, we're going to get like one shot by these, by like a little, Little little drag running around, you know, just a little red bar guy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it adds this like this real intense excitement to playing this content. You know me, I love puzzles. I love figuring out that aspect of things. But there's like you a do. high level of of engagement that people can find by playing this stuff under leveled as well. 
Yeah, I'm getting anxiety just thinking about it. <laughs> it, it took a long time, Felix. Let me tell you, it's, we were in there for fun. hours. It's fun. I, I would have hated the whole experience. We, uh, that's we, okay. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it and had a good time. We <laughs> alleviated some of the pressure by having an amazing conversation about um, American and British biscuits and cookies and scones and the um, the definitions of all of those. I'm actually going to be putting that out on uh, on YouTube. Everyone can can watch that clip. It's pretty pretty great. Yeah, um, biscuits are. Uh, Biscuits, oh, here. <laughs> biscuits over here or what? They're, I mean, they're cookies, right? What would you call a biscuit, Felix? Bis- biscuits, our biscuits are not their biscuits. Their biscuits That's, are cookies. It's very true. Yeah, but I learned that. I learned that from a grime rapper, probably about ten years ago. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what was her name? Her name was Lady Something. <laughs> Lady Grime. Lady, Lady who sings about biscuits. No, she just has a. a She's rapping in one of her lines. She says, uh, you call it a cookie or something. I call it a biscuit. Mm. <laughs> That's what she says. And I had this is the first time I ever heard it. And I was just like, what? They, wait, they call cookies biscuits? Holy shit. I didn't know this. It's, uh, it's, a, big, it's a big cultural difference. Um, but yeah, but playing that raid with, uh, with all the dudes was very, very fun. It was fun to be able to get in there and compete. And um, we had a set schedule in mind to finish it. And that had to change. There were some scheduling things that weren't taken into consideration. So we did have to split the group up and try to complete as much as possible on individual groups. Um, uh, me and two other people were able to actually finish it within the first reset, which was a, a pretty big accomplishment. I tried to come back around and get Felix. Um, I'm sorry, get Neo, uh, Neo and diamond. You, did. you tried so there. hard, man. Yeah. I really appreciate that. I really do. I didn't want to love anyone you're a good behind, boy. man, but, you're uh, a good boy. We, the people that we pulled in while having really good heads on their shoulders, like awareness and gameplay wise, it was just the power level was too yeah. low as the group. There was, there was one or two guys that were dragging, but it's, it's whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. It was silly. But, uh, what I appreciated about them was how they like described all the nuances and how things could go wrong. Like all the little mm-hmm. details. Like that's something that I'm like, all right, cool. You, you, you're not just here to dick around. You're trying to be aware. Of you're you actually things. trying yeah. to, yeah, you know what you're doing as well. And that's, yeah. that's, okay by me yeah. then so why i didn't mind it so much yeah so what that means felix is uh is uh, i got a jacket dude i got a raid jacket i got a personalized uh little little trophy jacket that i can wear with my name on the on the side oh you got the jacket i got the jacket he this did. time yeah you got the jacket oh. oh okay good we're gonna call this episode did get the jacket you can't say it on the show then it just <laughs> makes it not the title <laughs> no, we had an episode called didn't get the jacket oh <laughs> It's true. It's wow. true. Yeah, I, I forgot that was get the jacket. Yeah, actually got the jacket. <laughs> um, but yeah, but now we're in a, we're in week two and it's, it's the dawning. It's the holiday festival. Um, you literally are baking cookies and you're baking holiday events for, for characters in the tower by collecting ingredients from enemies out in the wild. Like oh my you get ether canes from, from a uh, fallen, you fallen. get cabal oil from the cabal. If you kill enemies with like a flame attack, you get like a like a solar burn. You can mix it I, all together. I retweeted a uh, really funny comic today that someone put out, and it was it was uh, it was a picture of a Destiny Guardian mm-hmm. next to a Cabal without his armor, just like a bare Cabal. Yeah. And you watch the, the Destiny Guardian take a little knife and like peel it along this chest, and it's like all the sweat and like oh. goo goo coming off. puts it on a co- puts it on a cookie, and then it's labeled Cabal oil, and then he, <laughs> he gives it to somebody. <laughs> oh my god. But, it was uh, pretty great. But yeah, this is this is more content. It's already the second week of this stuff. The Dawning is available to everyone that owns Destiny 2, not even Forsaken. You can just have 
Destiny 2 and you're playing the holiday events. So, I mean, they're just reiterating that they're committed to having things to do no. all the time. Let me tell you, there's no lack of engagement in this game. There is, there is not always dude. something going on. And I, I, I honestly, that's impressive. And even with like the Dreaming Cities three week thing, like that, that keeps the game like pretty interesting. Yeah, the rotation no of, uh, of that curse. Yeah. Like, so, I'm, yeah. how many? I'm doing my milestones today for powerful gear because it's uh, I didn't I wasn't able to play yesterday. Today was my first day starting to grind for this week. And I'm just like, not only am I playing the the crucible matches and the strikes, but I'm thinking about getting certain kills because I'm like, I got to get this thing for my cookie recipe. Like there's like just so much multitasking going on in my brain playing this stuff. What were you going to say, Felix? You had a question, I think. Well, I, I was going to say, so how many years has Destiny been out? What, 2014? 20, mm-hmm. September 2014 was launched, yeah. Yeah, 2014. So four years. So I basically have to uh, watch Bethesda crash and burn. They get fucking trashed <laughs> in the media. They learn their lesson, mm-hmm. and four years from now, you're gonna, I'm going to be get. You're going to have to be getting cook, holiday cookie recipes, and we have to find in the, the yeah. fucking. Waste it'll zone. be in Fallout 77 is when you're going to get the revamped <laughs> game. <laughs> That's what it'll be. Fallout 77 will come out. It'll 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 look great. And yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be searching for fixing my holiday all recipes. the problems. Yep. Yeah. Everyone's going to get two canvas bags instead of one. <laughs> oh, two canvas bags! Everybody who played Fallout 76. Everybody gets a canvas bag. You get a bag. <laughs> you get a bag. A free canvas bag. Oh, my God. It's so good. All right. Well, that was that was us. That was the boys in the show. Shall uh, we talk news? Talk it, yeah. Talk was it stuff. news or was did we want to go to the results of the game? Award? We are. We're going to talk about that right now. Cool. Um, so the winners of the game awards. Um, do you want me to start with game of the year? Or do you want me to? I'm going to skip a lot of this because we don't. I don't think we care about. Did you hear us like, talk about that on the show last week? We're like, we're going to give all of these people their due diligence. But then we're like, I don't know any of these people. Yesterday, yeah, like best best sport esports game. Well, not like, like player and team and coach like those. those look, ones? Not not to diminish what they do. No, we just, and we just absolutely had no, not. We just had no familiarity with with those but, circles. Right, but last week I didn't give a shit about competitive esport gaming, and this week I still don't. No, you mean to tell me <laughs> no. nothing? Nothing changed in the past week for you? <laughs> yeah. No. Although <laughs> one thing, the one I will start with is the best esports player uh, went to Dominic Sonic Fox McLean. Mc, who, McLean? Who, who is that? Do so he, I do actually. I heard about him over the summer at Evo. Or not over the summer. This is a few months ago, honestly. Um, he uh, took the gold, or whatever you would call it, for Dragon Ball Fighters, the the game. Okay. And he had this, and it was a, you have to look up the fight. It was this epic fight. He called. He he was going to lose, and he called for a a timeout and a side switch. So he called for a side switch because he knew he would have a better advantage on starting on the other side of the the fighting field, which is beyond me. Like that is like knowing yourself and the game so well that you you know that you can do anyway crazy thing happened and he ended up winning um he got up on stage and he had this really nice speech he can't, he's a okay so i should i should preface uh he is a furry mm, and it's oh, part of it's part of his character so sonic okay. fox is like his, his persona <clears throat> he came up on stage wearing did you, did his, you say did you say persona it's his persona. Yeah, he it's, has he has a furry persona. I think Sonic we need to Fox. just make sure that we give this community the the proper nomenclature. They call them fursonas. Oh, shut! Up. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're, are you fucking with me? Or is this like 
Okay. No. Well, and I know this because I follow a lot of artists on Instagram okay. or, or on uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, a lot of like artists that do like work on on Twitch for as furries. they, as yeah, they yeah. like draw and stuff, and like they do commissions for people that want to make their fursona. So like the people that oh are artists God. aren't necessarily like like furries themselves, but they'll be doing a commission for like someone's profile picture or someone's like art campaign oh where this God, is them so as, as a furry animal. So just some well. Is there knowledge a for you all Wait, right there? Hold, hold on. Is there a type of furry that's non-sexual? That I don't know. I don't. I. I don't know. That's are, beyond I'm me. I'm saying. Are you referring to this guy's a self-proclaimed furry, but like in yes. the sexual sense? I I don't know if there's a a, a separation Cor- between the two. I don't know. I think it's it's like that. That is that is your preference. Like you 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 like. I, I look. I'm not. I'm not trying to judge. Yeah, I'm not trying I to no, make assumptions. I have no. I'm not. I am not educated in that lifestyle in the in the slightest. And, <laughs> but but I will tell you what he did do on stage, which was he was wearing his his feet. He had a tail on, and he had his big helmet. His like his mask on. He he went he went up st- on stage in full costume. He was very giddy. He was very excited to win. And um, he even said in his in his speech, he was he said, um, look, I'm gay. I'm a furry. I'm black. Everything Republicans hate. And then he was like, but thank you for that. Like, like, it was like a really funny. <laughs> That's pretty speech good. That he, told. And yeah. he got like he got like choked up and he talked about like how he wanted to the winnings from the Evo tournament. He gave to his friend's father for cancer uh, wow. for cancer treatment. Yeah, it was nice. it was like a really nice thing. So I did want to highlight him as as the winning esport player. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's very cool. So I'm just going to go up the list here. The winning for best esports game, can you guess? It was what it was? It was, it was not. It was Overwatch. Oh, shit. Uh, that's wow. that's no. what I I think I had said that in my predict- wow. prediction. Yeah, that's, that's a surprise. I think I think it's because Fortnite's going to be winning a bunch of other things. And, and best, I don't know, did you listen last yeah. week, Neo? I don't think Fortnite is a good esport game. Oh no! Definitely not a good esport game. It's definitely good. To, it's not. fun to watch um, in like a tournament. PUBG is not a good esport game either. No, like, no it's hell it's, no. There's too much randomization and and factors you can't control to be good at a game. The only reason why I guess it would be considered esports is because it's the most popular game in the world right now, and it's electronic. So there you go. There it is. Um, the next thing: best debut inner game. Uh, debut deb- indie game. That's let's tough. get the let's get the debut indie games out here. Debut what, indie what, game. What won that? The Messenger, which is actually a pretty cool looking game. It's Did you it's play it? uh, I haven't. I've seen a lot of footage of it, and it's an it's a it's an eight bit game, uh, kind of like Ninja Gaiden. Like it looks like classic Ninja Gaiden, and then at some point in the game, it it does a little twist, and the game turns sixteen bit and adds a whole bunch of new mechanics. It's a very cool little gem. Uh, it's something I'll play probably sometime in the future when there's less games to play right now. Um, best student game was a game called Combat 2018. Oh, I want to play that. No, did you see it? I don't know. Evan, you know what it is. It's a student game. No, no, no. no, I'm saying I'm looking at the messenger. Oh, the messenger. Yeah, it looks looks real cool. It's like a real cool. Can I get that on my Switch? Felix, you absolutely can. (laughs) Cool, thanks. I'm happy to tell you this. Um, Best multiplayer game. Can you guess which one that is? Best, best multiplayer, multiplayer that was Fortnite. Fortnite. That was Fortnite. That was indeed Fortnite. Best sports what? game. What? Uh, 2K? Mm. No, FIFA? it was Forza Horizon. Wh- what? I know. I know. Isn't yeah. that weird? Uh, best. I, also, I also call that category bullshit, combining racing and sports games together. And very, very unfair. Yeah. yeah. That's total. They bullshit. just needed a place for it, I guess. Yeah. But 
Uh, best strategy game. Mm, I I don't remember the people in that uh, one. I don't remember. BattleTech, Frostpunk, Into the Breach, Banner Saga Three, or Valkyria Chronicles Four. Why don't I remember that category being talked about? Don't remember that because I actually played. I own Frostpunk. I played that a little bit. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen that it's game. It's a it really very fucking cool. bleak game. I know. I know. And it has like this like steampunk esque nature yeah, to it, which is pretty sweet. It's yeah. brutal. What's Frostpunk um, again? Frostpunk is a. Um, it's City like a building survival game. Almost. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, you have to yeah. make decisions like, uh, do I put the children to work because we don't have enough food, or do we cut everyone's rations to spread food out more evenly and people are going to be weaker and not able to like collect enough resources? Like you have to oh, make I these won't. like decisions yeah. as like the leader of this group, and then like mm-hmm. people are going to hate you. Oh, for certain decisions, that. you will suffer consequences. I mean, for it's your, not it's not really your kind of game of like gameplay wise, Felix. But you would love it thematically, I think. Mm-hmm. No, but no, but I I play like Sim uh, City and like City Skylines. Oh, if you do like that, then yeah. Imagine yeah. like taking the thematic oh. elements of like this war of mine, uh, oh. and like putting them into a game like like city skylines kind of on rails because you're not like really freedomly building this place you're, you're building it kind you're, of like you're on building spokes, it like a circle yeah. on spokes around like a central furnace that like keeps everyone warm in this like northern icy ah. area it's pretty wild can i get can i get that on my switch no not it's a, that's a, it's a pc game i think so it is a, it's, it's a, a PC i think it's pc only yeah you'll be able to play it soon felix because it's coming to the every Switch. every I don't no, know because it's because it's coming on a PC and you're getting a PC right oh, oh yeah maybe. oh oh, oh. Uh, the winner of that was Into the Breach which is actually on Switch so you can play that on Switch <laughs> you can play the winner on Switch <laughs> which is a cool game it's made by the people who did FTL That's oh a, yeah, yeah. FTL is pretty popular yeah yeah it's a great game best fighting game Blast Blue uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Soul Calibur Six or Street Fighter Five and the winner of that Street Fighter Five. Dragon Ball Fighters. Oh, you know, that's... Yeah. Best role-playing game choices were Dragon Quest XI, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni 2, Octopath, Pillars of Eternity 2. Was it Nino Kuni? It's not. It was Monster Hunter World. I mean... I know, right? That was a great game, but I don't consider that that a traditional RPG. That had a lot of of buzz from that. A lot of buzz. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I'm going to jump back real quick to Content Creator of the Year. Can you guess who that was? Want me to read you the choices? Well, it was probably Ninja. It was Ninja. Just skip that one. Yep. Yeah. Call it right. move on. Uh, now, these, these uh, next categories are always confusing to me, but best action adventure game. I yeah, know there's I a lot of overlap and like a lot of, a lot opinion of as to what I, game is what, and they just what kind of put them in these mentioned. different fucking I said God sections. of War for them. You said God of War? Yeah. Um, so the choices were Assassin's Creed, God of War, Marvel, Spider-Man, Red Dead, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And yeah, God of War took it. Yep. So good call there, Felix. Yeah, very much so. Greeted, hey, hey, boy. Good. More. Yeah, and they they actually came on stage and they had a uh, they had a really nice moment. Uh, Teal'c from Stargate, Christopher came up Judge, with, uh, Christopher Judge, mm-hmm. and he was wearing this baller suit. It was, had like a bunch of faces on it. It was awesome. And he had like, I, cause it, I'm used to him without hair. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I've watched 10 seasons of Stargate and he's like, you know, this bald, bald guy with a tattoo on his forehead. Love Stargate. Um, he, he had like full, like, like a head of head of hair with dreads. And I was like, damn, Chris judge you looking, still looking good, man. That's not after teal. all this time. Yeah. As that is not teal for teal. sure. 
Best action game. So your choices were Call of Duty, Dead Cells, Destiny, uh, Far Cry uh, 5, and Mega Man. Yeah, I said Dead Cells. I mean, I Let's wanted Destiny, but you I'd, wanted say, Destiny? I'd say it would either be like an actuality of winning. Uh, Dead Cells got a lot of pop. Well, Dead Cells won, Ooh. so... Ooh. It's a good it. game. Dead Cells is a fun-ass game. Uh, damn right. A fun-ass game. Fun-ass game. Maybe this messenger game. Make sure you put the, the Hell yeah. emphasis on the right part of that. I'll word. tell you one thing about a fun the messenger. Fun-ass game. Fun ass game. The messenger controls like an NES game for for a lot of it. Just cool. saying, like like an old style game like that. Yeah, that's why I'm excited. Best VR AR game. I'm just going to tell you this one. It was Astrobot Rescue Mission. Yeah, I didn't know mm-hmm. any of those titles. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Beat Beat Saber. I know. I played. I talked oh, about. Yeah, that. I, yeah, I mentioned. Um, that's what I picked. I picked Beat Saber. That is literally that's because that's the only one I heard of because of Neo. Like, yeah, Neo talked about yeah. it, so I'm going to pick Beat Saber. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's like DDR and VR, and it's I love I, I love it, it is literally a reason for me to get VR in some point in the future. Just I for do want to play. I want to play Tetris. What do they call it? Tetris, Tetris effect. Effect in Tetris VR. Effect, I hear yeah. it's amazing in VR. Yeah, I hear it's mind blowing just just to play that game in yeah. VR. Uh, best mobile game was Florence. Florence. Best independent game, which I'm gonna I'm gonna read these out. You okay. can the choices were Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, The Return of the Oberdin, and The Messenger. Dead Cells win it again. No, it was Celeste. And let me tell you guys, I I played this game earlier in the year, and I still want to do like a write up on it because it is. A fantastic game. It is. I've heard amazing, amazing things about Celeste. Um, and it and the only thing I heard, other than what Neo said periodically, was from Snacks, who didn't like it. Oh my God, Snacks! Why are you trying to make me hate you? Why are you trying to make me hate you? Did Spider Man? You did Celeste? Don't quote me on that, but I think I'm going to quote you. I'm going to tell him right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Celeste is fantastic. It is a very difficult game. There is there's two mechanics. You can teleport and you can wall climb and wall jump. That's it. And and then you're just scaling this mountain and there's a story being told. The music is gorgeous. This gorgeous like chiptune soundtrack that I I play on repeat on Spotify now because it's just it's just good background music. Indie games are amazing. like are popping off right now. They're they're gems, man. There there's are so a lot many of which really just, good options out this, there. This I thank the Switch for bringing me closer to these games. I'm going to digress for one second. Have you guys seen ahead. a trailer for Greece? G R I S, like like span like the word gray yes, in Spanish. I have this thing. That Holy game looks shit, amazing. That art style. Yeah. That art style is insane looking. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. It's just the color palette and it the. Lo- it and looks the way like it's it looks like it would have like a uh, like a an emotional effect like Journey on uh, on oh, the yeah. PlayStation had. And like, dude, Stardew Valley is the indie game that keeps on giving. Literally today, eleven hours ago, they dropped their patch for the Switch, where it enables multiplayer. Multiplayer, like, dude. I dude. was going to add that to the news, and I was like, I'll just bring it up. I'll just side bring it up, you know, because I know you like that game. I still play it. It's like my I'm laying in bed, falling asleep game. Sleep game. G R I S. Yeah. Grease. Yeah. G R I S. Yeah. Gree in French. I don't think you pronounce the S. You do. You do in Spanish. That also leads me to the next the next category, which is games for impact. And last year, if you remember, um, uh, was that Hellblade? Senua Hellblade, yeah. yeah, Senua Sacrifice won last year, deservedly Mm -hmm. so. This year, Celeste also took it. 
Okay. So it won two categories. Yeah, games for impact. So it does a, exist in that in that category of like an impactful playing experience. It the story. Um, I'll tell you the story in Celeste. Like you don't see it coming, but but like it becomes very deep and very like very an interpersonal story as you play it. Yeah. Um, it's it's just it's a great hmm. game. I want to replay it, and there is a whole other half of the game I haven't even touched yet because they're. It's just really difficult challenges, and the game is so fucking hard. So can I can I get that on my Switch? Yeah, that's how that's how I played it. I played it on Switch. <laughs> yeah, you sure can. Oh, dude. cool, cool, sure cool, can. cool, dude. The <laughs> Night of the Game Awards, all, every game nominated was went on sale. sale. Yeah, yeah it was on sale. Oh so, shit, that's really cool. Yeah, best performance. Now I'm gonna read these all out. Okay. Uh, Brian Deckard is Connor in Detroit. Christopher Judge is Kratos in in God of War. Um. Jesus, uh, Cassandra's voice actress from Assassin's Creed, uh, Mel- Melisanti Mahout, is yeah. what I want to say. Uh, Roger Clark is Arthur Mer- Morgan in Red Dead, and Yuri Lowenthal is Peter Parker. Oof, that's a that's a, that's tough, a tough category. I would I, hope I think Red I, Dead I said did it. Ar- I said the Arthur Morgan guy. Yeah, Red Arthur Dead. Arthur Morgan won. Did he? Roger Clark won. Dude, the, yep, the sure voices, the yeah. the inflection, the passion, and every single person mm. in Red Dead that I hear talking is no, like no, out of his control. small mo- his small moments when he that when he sounded like he went off script and oh, said like these things under his yeah. breath about the people yeah. that he was interacting with. Where it really sounded like it wasn't something that had form. No, you're just you're hearing script. that you happen to be controlling this character, but he has his own brain and his own comments, and you're just like, oh, I, um, this guy is just talking about that fucking whack job that we just interacted yeah. with. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so good, it's so good. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't disagree with that that winner. I mean, mm-hmm. anyone up here, I think, would have is perfect, is great. Yeah, but he he did he did blow it away. You know, um, the next is best audio design. Now, let's see. We got Call of Duty, Forza Horizon, God of War, Spider-Man, or Red Dead? Red Dead? It's Red Dead. It's Red, Red Dead, Dead, baby. All those birds and no, you're not, rustling the, grass and insects the, and music. That's and, not the soundtrack category, though. No, no sound design. That is audio design. That's sound design. I, Everything I, said from, Red, I said Red Dead for that. From the yeah. wind to the sound of your guns reloading to the horse... Yeah. Oh yeah, galloping all Just that shit. Directional audio, all yeah. that good, all that good stuff. Yep. Um, soundtrack is definitely different. The next category is best score in music, so that's that's your soundtrack. I, I said God of War. You said God of War. So the, yeah. the choices were Celeste, again in there. Mm-hmm. God of War, Spider Man, Nino Cooney, Octopath Traveler, and Red Ooh, Dead. Shit. I don't now, know. God of War is great, but can you hum me a tune from God of War? I can't hum you yeah, can't from any of them. I can do Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man, I can do. But did Spider Man win? No, it was Red Dead. <laughs> Red Dead again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand that. I, I um usually it's not memorable to me. Yeah, usually like when I'll, I'll judge a soundtrack if I'm like still if I if like the the music sticks with me a little mm-hmm. bit past that. Yeah, I mean, um, God of War uh, sent me to download it. Like, oh hell yeah, playing, playing it like. Like Spider Man's, I thought was great, and Celeste, I'm still listening to. Like I was listening to it yesterday, and it's it's just so yeah, good. Like Red Dead has good music; it has cinematic music for sure. But I would imagine that as a full soundtrack, a, another winner might be better. But you know, mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows um, what goes on in the minds of the voters? Yeah, for sure. And apparently, oh, the way voting works in the Game Awards, apparently, uh, the user votes like like a. Uh, public votes yeah. count as like one sixtieth 
of the total vote. Oh, if that makes sense. Every, so most so votes, the the full mm-hmm. amount of what everyone voted for in the public, mm-hmm. that's all a sixtieth. Oh, uh, because the rest are different outlets and different um, media sources and different other. I mean, is each source of that nature a sixtieth? Because that's the only way that that's fair involving the public. Uh, I don't I, think I just so. Pulled that, I, I pulled that number is. out of my ass, but uh, what I'm oh, trying to the, oh, okay. I'm trying to say the public vote is a fraction of the total vote. I probably shouldn't have just pulled that number out of my ass, but I, I get really hung up yeah. on the specifics. I'm like, what you, oh, yeah. 60th. Um, I mean, what I, I, and the point still holds true. I would hope that like you can count the public as like an organization. Mm-hmm. And then like, I would, I would hope that like, I don't know who votes for these things, but imagine what would does like GameStop have like not GameStop, a game spot like IGN. Do they have like, yeah, like things like, like that. They're, Right. And a lot of, and all of these, these media sources that like, and a lot of YouTuber, like big YouTube companies, like mm-hmm. I want to say like, like the game, Grump, no, not game grumps. Who's the other, who the other guys that are really good. The game trailers guys that aren't game trailers mm-hmm. anymore. Don't know. I'm sorry. Um, and even kind of funny, they were, they were, they were all asked to do things like pull out the list of games and then vote for the games that they want. And then they were all considered in the, in the running as well. So, yeah among all the jur- the journalism places sure. you know i would just hope that like w- one of those equals the public the public can get to one one idea one of them does IGN equal the public can get to that okay cool 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 as yes, long as it's one like of them does equal the public fair. because because on the website everyone could vote so i thought you were saying like the public's whole thing is 160th and everyone else is like oh this is a third a four a quarter or something and like haha fuck you for but yes having but um, what i'm saying is the public counts as one outlet right if that Got makes it. sense yeah it does yeah all right, best art direction. We got Assassin's Creed, God of War, Octopath, and Red Dead, and o- Return of the Oberdin. Red Dead. It was Return of the Oberdin. Ooh. Yeah. So you have to look that game up because the art style is very unique. It's got like a sepia kind of old schoolish mm. look, um, and it's it's Obra? a mystery gun. The Obra Din. Return of the Obra Din. Um, it's a mystery game. So you're 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 an insurance auditor in that game, and you are this ship pulls into into uh, yeah, port that, that, that definitely wins that looks cool right um the ship pulls into port and you are essentially you and a notebook are just trying to it's like um what's that space game that that you played uh trip that i i really wanted to try too um, um is the empty space the empty space station and you're just piecing oh, together things um, that happened that was tacoma i know it's Tacoma. Oh, yeah. It's like Tacoma, except you're 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 like this old timey insurance auto. Oh, and oh, you're on the yeah. ship. Yeah, no shit. This game won best art design. Yeah. This is looks, looks crazy. Like, it looks really cool. Yeah, it also looks like it would it's a game that would be on like Switch? Uh, no, like uh, like an uh, old Wind, like an old Windows or like an old PC. Yeah, it, I know. It's got this like old old timey look yeah. to it. Like is that what you said? Direction. Essentially, did you give us a machine that I just didn't recognize? Like you called it an Amiga. I said, I said Amiga. I said yeah. an Amiga, or wow, some this old is ass. Crazy looking. Yeah, it's fun. It's, some of these it's, pictures it's look like, like they Tacoma. like they processed it on a Game Boy camera or something. But like I like that vibe. <laughs> I like it a lot. All right, so now we got best narrative: <laughs> Detroit Become Human, God of War, Life is Strange, Marvel's Spider Man, or Red Dead. What was it? What was the t- the subject? Best narrative. It's either oh, said, uh, it's I either God Spider-Man. of War or Red Dead. I said Spider Man. It's Red Dead. Red, Red Dead sweeping the Red charts Dead, here. Red cleaning up, oh, man. No. All right, we got three more. Not Best game direction. 
A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, God of War, Spider-Man, or Red Dead? Red Dead. Felix, what do you think? I think I said, uh, I think I said Red Dead for that because it was. Well, guess what, you guys? It's Red God of War. Oh, God of War! <laughs> All the oh di- yeah. So, what was the last category again? Before? Narrative. Mm. This was direction. So oh, when man. I think of direction, I think about. Do you remember when God of War came out and people were talking about its use of its one cut camera? Yeah. Oh like uh, yeah. It, good point. It, it, it did this thing where it never pulled away from you and and like even in the cut scenes it it, i would put that more under art direction see art art direction i would consider more of like how the game looks and feels and how they designed like the like 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 choosing color palette and designs of the characters the camera is literally the window through how you view the game that's how the game looks but wouldn't you consider that more of a direction because it's like you are you are the person controlling the, the rig the camera rig I totally get what you're saying, and it's not which a bad point. Direct, which a, is what, which is what a, a director would do. You know? Yeah, but another um, facet of what a director would do on a movie, and where I'm basing my like opinion of this, is you've got to make sure that all of the machines that are running to get that product together are are working and doing their things. And Red Dead had so many different like systems and, and areas and, and things happening in the game at the same time that that to me required direction of a higher caliber than anything on that was on the list previously. Oh, okay. oh, you're just saying Red Dead. This is something that Red Dead probably should have taken. I think so. More so than other categories of Red Dead 1. I mean, I take the, ter- the term direction and I literally, when I apply it, I think of what a director really is. Uh, and honestly that's that's how i feel too i would but, i would but I'd, what a director is well i'm what i was going to say is yeah motion, motion pictures right but i don't know if that applies to video games because direction with mo- motion pictures are great coordinators who can basically make m- many teams of people produce their vision right, right? and they do it they do it well. They coordinate those people well. Yeah, that was that's well. a more articulate way of of my point that I was. But, that and, I was and, but is that the, is that the same for video games? Well, with games, there's an added there's an added factor in that, which is the the player. So the player is also taking on a director role as he's playing. In in, in my this is just my opinion. No, no, no you're you're so, totally right because you choose so what you look at and what you interact with. The, the game director is going, okay, I'm setting up all these pieces for the player, right? I'm doing all these things. I'm putting all these things in motion. But it's up to the player to discover them. And if I can do it in a way that works, so that I I can point the player in, in the things that I want to look at and I want them to look at, uh, that see. is that to me is successful game direction. See, so that how, to me falls how, under game design. Like, how do I pull a player's attention? But you're also remember that other category was art direction, or are you or are you thinking of narrative? Is that what you were thinking of? No, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of direction. Art direction would be like to me like literally concept art uh, or how things. Yeah. Yeah what's the the again like you said the color palette how are we presenting this game visually Visually. it's all art direction Mm -hmm. to me right well you got still got two more categories left and this is next one is ongoing game best ongoing game we got destiny 2 fortnite yeah shut up get out of here with that (laughs) (laughs) fortnite no man's sky overwatch and rainbow six destiny 2 no Man's Sky was a big surprise for me to see on here. Yeah, honestly. Redemption for sure. 
Destiny 2. It probably won't be. It was, for, it was Fortnite. Jesus Big surprise. I know everyone fucking hates Fortnite, but no one, but I not don't really hate Fortnite, every, but that's, everyone's playing it. Like, the only definition of that being an ongoing game is the fact that it's a game that exists online and is still existing. Popular. Online. It's still, it's like, still not. It's the amount of the things that even other games on that list like implement and can continue and service for for the players it just far exceeds fortnite in my opinion oh yeah for sure last category y'all game of the year choices were assassin's creed celeste also pointing out it's in the running there god of war spider-man monster hunter world and red dead i know the answer to this so you, you already know i Felix, know the do answer you know the answer one. what 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 to what <laughs> Jesus. Game of the year. No. uh, Right. Do you want me to read them again? No, you don't have to. I know what I picked. What'd you pick? Assassin's Creed. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense for you. Yeah. It was God of War. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what do you think (laughs) won, though, after all? What do you think won? Oh. Oh. I said, I already said it, so I ruined it. But. No, that's fine. You didn't ruin it. God of War won. I ruined it. I love that game. You ruined it. I know. I love it, too. It was really nice. Um, and actually, I didn't mention here before, but uh, this when Best Game Direction, uh, Corey Barlog got on stage for because he won God of War's Best Game Direction. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a really great speech. And man, let me tell you, that guy has a has a fan now in me because he is a gem yeah. of a human being. Yeah, he's a real cool dude. Um, and I look forward to seeing his work in the future. I can't wait. But that's it. That was the game of the, the game of the year awards. Nice. Now. We just plowed through those, I hope, in yeah, a fashion. No. How are we on time right now? We're approaching an hour and a half. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah we're on no, 124. I'm probably going to have to uh, wrap up soon. Wrap up soon. Can I go quickly through the things that were announced at the Game Awards? Is that okay? Yeah, you want to just like... Yeah. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do some... And I'll stop at like the big highlights, okay? Okay. Um, there was a bunch of game announcements. Um, let's see. Where, where, where do I start? Uh... Okay, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming back as a Switch exclusive. So it's the, if you guys remember these games, yeah. top down action, mm-hmm. like uh, brawler games, you can play as every Marvel character. Yeah, absolutely. It's coming back. Damn, dude. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a new Far Cry game coming out, Felix. I Far, Cry, Far Cry New Dawn was, was shown off there for the first time. It takes place right after, or like 20 years after Far Cry 5, the events of Far Cry 5. Something like that. I mean, it's just the post-apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic narrative with Far Cry. With Far Cry, so I don't know. How do you feel about that? Well, it's just we're reaching a point of saturation. We're going to have what Raid Two, not Raid Two, Rage Two, Rage Two. Just had Fallout seventy six. Far Cry, Fallout seventy six. That new game that's coming out that looked really cool. Doom Two is coming soon. No, no, no. The one you're, that you haven't talked about that was also announced. The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. Like, yeah, that's, that's on here, too. It's a hell um, of a lot of a satur- saturation for dystopia. So the Outer Worlds look stood out to me because it's, it's um, what, Obsidian, the guys who did Fallout New Vegas, and a lot of the original creators of the original Fallout games. So those, those guys are all working on this, and they're doing a full-blown space cowboy narrative. Very much, it looks like 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 Firefly, Cowboy Bebop, and Fallout had a baby. Yeah, it looks great. It, it does look, a little it, Bioshock. It looks it's really, a little Bioshock. Really exciting, there. honestly. 
Sounds good to me. I'm all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks really cool. They announced Crash Team Racing Remastered. Damn. So that's coming back. We saw them on the rumors. Yes. Um, there was a new Anthem trailer. It was a story-based trailer. Um, let's see. Uh, Hades, which is from the creators of Transistor and um, Bastion. You guys remember oh, those yeah, games? Yeah, totally. Yep. So they have a new game called Hades coming out, and it's 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 a lot of this a very similar nature uh, style of game. Good music okay. in those games too. I play a little bit of um oh, yeah. of Transistor. Bastion's, Bastion's killer, man. I love yeah. that that soundtrack. Um, Hello Games, the creators of No Man's Sky, have a little side project called The Last Campfire. Oh, so they have another game coming out, which which is uh, it was uh, honestly I was a little surprised when I saw them on stage. Is that furthering the post apocalyptic dystopian narrative as well? No, it looks like a cute little mini, like a little mini game. Apparently, two people in the studio worked on this. Is hmm. from what from what Sean Murray said. Cool. Um, they announced the pub. They announced PUBG for PS4 and the new Snow Map, which went live on the test servers that wow, night. Wow, dude! PS4 yeah. PUBG. That's a PS4 big PUBG. That's a big one. They teased Dragon Age, the new Dragon Age game. Mm. Yep. Ooh, I should go up there and play Inquisition. You're not gonna. <laughs> but no Damn, you, you should i guess because it's it's a they're they're cool games Let's see um, on the a, shelf a game it. called ashen which looks like a kind of like a like a cel-shaded dark souls kind of it's in the same style as that is what it looks like you have to go check these trailers out okay stranger things three which is like a very it's it's apparently it's all the events of season three coming up but it's like a pixel kind of an old style pixel story game they Looks had a like game that came out for did you say um, Stranger Things. I did say, Stranger and, I, Things, and yeah. it's that Stranger Things, the one from the Netflix show. Yes, they're making a game out of that. They're making a game out of it. There's Season already three. a game that exists that you can download on your mobile devices on iOS and on Android. That's like a top-down pixel, probably I'm similar to this. Super confused. So you're saying they played a trailer for a game, Stranger Things Three? That is correct. Yes. Did they have a one and two in game form? No. What? <laughs> the game is literally based off of the season three events, which yeah. which season three is not out yet. So uh, this maybe, game maybe is going to come out. No, maybe because it's uh, it's a season tie-in. Is essentially well, what, that's it what is. I'm saying. It takes place yeah. in 1985. So they're the, the Nintendo released in 1985. So more than likely, that there's going to be a mo- video game motif in the show. Probably. Yeah. That sounds that sounds about right. I, I got it. Um, Psychonauts 2 had their first trailer. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 11 was officially announced with a brutal, Mortal brutally Kombat. violent trailer. I didn't watch trailer. the trailer. I, I would kind of want to. I might go back and watch that. I want to let you know that I'm... In, I, got, I got links for you. I'm incredibly excited about that game. Oh, hell yeah. It's a, it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's because they're going to be incorporating the... Uh, the word is that they're going to be incorporating uh, the, the... Like the... The RPG grind that's in Injustice Two. Oh, got it. That's <laughs> eardrops. Certainly up shit. your alley for sure. Yeah, eardrops and all that shit. Um, now I am skipping over a lot of this stuff, but they did show off a new Far- uh, Devil May Cry Five trailer. Okay, pretty, pretty sweet. The game looks fucking bonkers, and I I love that. Devil May um, Cry is always pretty cool. They also had this live like concert mm-hmm. of the theme of the game, and I'm not gonna lie, I I kind of dig it. Fucking what's playing the, that song. Oh, the song. Called, yeah, yeah. The song's called Devil Trigger. It's it's a, it's available on YouTube. You can check it out. It's okay. it's pretty it's pretty slamming. It's pretty slamming jam. Devil um, Trigger. 
other than that, they they Get surprised us with an announcement of Joker from Persona Five mm-hmm. being the uh, the first DLC Smash. That's character. the character you play as, uh, Felix. That's you, the protagonist. That's your alter ego when you go into the Shadow World. Mm-hmm. In what Persona In Five? Persona Five. Oh, yeah. okay, got it. Um, other than that, they announced they had a bunch of other announcements like Stanley Parables coming back with new stuff, mm. which is like an old. That's like a that's Stanley like a Stanley Parable, man. dude. Stanley Parable. I've been that's told what, what new stuff new, like new like new paths, new alternate like nailed it. Nailed Holy it. It's shit! It's called dude. Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking what, dude? I love Stanley Parable. What a mind that game dude, there's, is a mind. There's fuck. an achievement. There's yeah. an achievement in that game where you don't play it for like five years or whatever, and, and then you, get, you come back, yeah. and then you get. It's like, oh, you've just decided. It's like a, you decided to come back. Achievement. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, um, I, uh, I've been told by Peanut on numerous occasions that he wants to see me stream that. Stanley Parable a, is. Dude, you would, just, just to give you, like you a little quick breakdown, Phil, because I know we're running pretty late right now. Um, yeah, it's like a it's a first person, very like lo-fi game. Like it's 3D, right? And it's 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 like a it's, rendered it's office portal, environment. It's in the portal engine. Yeah, right. imagine how portal looks. It looks like a portal. Um, mm. You're playing a uh, an office person who who walks out of his office one day and no one is there, and you have to figure out why no one is there. Oh, that's great. And almost every decision you make leads you down a different path and the fun of this game is getting to the end of a path and starting over and being like okay what can i do now cool yeah it sounds really good and it's being narrated in a very um like being john real, malkovich real kind of way. way like it's yeah. it's it's pretty mind fucky it's awesome it's very mind fucky I, I love it i have it on steam it's amazing well that's about it for the game awards y'all that's um, it and that's all that's it uh a lot of yeah, stuff happened a long one yeah mm-hmm. but so it was a good one, though. It was a good one. It was you a guys. Good, good, good conversations. Yeah, great conversations, great talks. You know. Yeah. yeah and on the on the the link that I provided you guys in, the, in our doc uh, with all of these trailers, all mm-hmm. the trailers are there on one page, so you can check them all out. Uh, it's on. This is Polygon's website. I'm on. Okay. Um, and at the very end is Sonic Fox's speech. If you guys want to watch that. Okay. Oh, so yeah. Whole, yeah I, I did want to check that out for sure. Um, but that's it. It's uh. A lot of cool announcements for a game game awards show, and yeah, I'm dude. not gonna lie, I enjoyed it. It's 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 grown since it's Schick Razor days. Schick man, <laughs> do you remember that I that don't. fucking Razor dude? That's when I it was on. What? No, no, this sta- was. It, did it get started on G4 or Spike TV? It got started on Spike TV. Jeff Keighley was still doing it, but ever since it went in, he went independent with it like four or five years ago. I want to say yeah, it became a real show. It became a real show, but he, but understandably, he had to get a lot of advertising. To get the show working, well, yeah, to raise the money um, and shit. To raise course. to yeah. raise the money, and one of the things, one of the stunts that he had was Shick Razor Man, and it was this dude dressed like a Shick Razor. Oh my god! And and he was like, he just showed up periodically, being like, "I'm Shick Razor Man," and it was it was ridiculous. That's but pretty. It's ridiculous. come a long way. It's very it's a very professional show. He takes it very seriously, and he likes. Dude, the show opened up with Reggie Fizeme, Phil Spencer, and um. Oh my god, who's the Sony guy? Fuck. Um not Andrew House. He changed his job, didn't he? Not Andrew House. No, it's it's um shit, I can't remember him. But but one of the head the heads of PlayStation. They all came out on stage together to share their love of video games and they were like, "This is this is why we're here because we all love to come together." And it was like a really cool moment that all three of them were on stage together. It's, it's um it's definitely a big a long way to come for a show like that, for sure. 
Yeah, and honestly, to me, this says console wars are coming to an end, baby. That's what it says to me. Hopefully. That's a big statement to make, but hopefully. It is a big statement to make because PC trances everything. So it's, you know, I'm just kidding. I'm just, that's a joke. It's a joke. Just just some PC, uh, PC master just race some, jokes. Just some master all. race jokes for you. Anyway, well, that's it, you guys. Nice. Very nice. Crossplay's coming. Don't don't you guys worry. It's coming. I feel it. I <laughs> the feel hot it. takes. The hot takes. Yeah. Uh, okay. um, but anyway, let's shall we close it out? Or close you guys got anything else to say? No, dude. I'm good. I'm all I'm set. I'm good to go. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been Neo Ayoshi. Uh, you can find me at Twitter Neo underscore Yoshi and at twitch.tv slash Neo Ayoshi. Um, hit me up on Twitter. I want to play some Smash Brothers. I want to do like a Smash Brothers stream. Um, hop in our Discord at discord.theemergentgamer.com. Pretty easy to get in there. Easiest way to communicate and uh, play some games with us. Our Discord is um, popping with Smash right now. It's popping. Um, theemergentgamer.com for all of your you know podcasts and and if you want to read any of the things that I write. and Neo's been writing, so that. get on there and, and read his opinions about things and stuff. I plan on... I, I'm thinking about going back and writing for Celeste. I thought about this a little bit ago, but I want to probably do Detroit next. Now, I'm saying it live because now I have to hold myself to this. You have to. And I, I got to do it now, so... There's that. You don't have to. I did that with my stream schedule for months, and it, I didn't stick to that. Oh, you mean like playing all Metal Gear, huh? That's that's going good. I'm not even talking about the game, just like the uh, the times of the day that I said I would stream, and you know, you know how for sure, goes. for yeah. sure. All right, hit it, guys. Um, I am Trip Zero. You can find me on Mixer. I'm a Mixer broadcaster. Uh, Mixer.com/slash/tripzero-tv. Uh, that's the same for all of my socials. So besides Mixer. Um, Twitter is probably the best place to follow me. It's twitter.com slash trip zero TV, but like Instagram, all that shit, YouTube. It's uh actually, I can't do it on YouTube because I need a uh, hundred subscribers, but you get the idea. Trip zero TV, very easy to find. And I broadcast, uh, weekdays at this point. But again, Twitter is the best place to know when I'm streaming. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, same here. Uh, this is Felix Sergood. Uh, Felix Sergood on Twitter. Felix Hergood on Twitch. Felix Hergood on Mixer. I do a Mitch chat. Uh, me combined with uh, a big group of Mixer people and a group of Twitch people just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in. Check it out. Right now I'm doing uh, Battlefield 5 week. Next week I'm probably going to be back on Assassin's Creed or might go back into my rotation. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Maybe I'll do a whole week of Ghost Recon. Oh, 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 let's do a whole week of ghost god you're an adult you can do whatever you want but i won't be there for that (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding all right right, dudes good stuff uh everyone out there see you next week see ya it took me 40 years to realize that my uh my resting face is a frown. <laughs> <laughs> you have resting you guys, bitch face. No, resting frown face. Why did resting. you guys tell me? I I didn't uh, know it was my responsibility. You see, that's your it's, it's your, your face, face, man. I'm right. not. Gonna... I, I look in the mirror every day. Like, hey, dude, you did you know your face sucks? Like, what am I other, supposed to other say? Day, the other day, I looked at my face and I went, "Wow, you're just resting. Your face is resting. You're not upset. RBF. You dude. have a fr- you have a frown." This is bad. All right. Um, it means I struggle to smile, guys. You're doing a great job right now. <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, you're, just, you're doing great. <laughs>